Tennessee. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Just when you think he's done everything, he comes up with something even more special. Nani. What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode seven of Soccer Kai Collective. I'm Daniel. Bottom down there is Luke, and back in action is Vincent. How are you, mate? Welcome back. Did you miss us? Is the question. I was I was constantly thinking about you guys. I was like, I'm going to get back home. I need to get back home. I need my laptop. <laughs> We're on your mind when you're, you know, relaxing, you know, with the sun rays, you're thinking yeah. about your boys in lockdown. Yeah, <laughs> oh, man, got, got, to, got to support the boys. That's it. Lukey, how are you? Not bad then. You? Good, good, good. We've got positive in. How are you, mate? Same. What's happening? So, I know you've been away for two weeks and I feel like so much has happened in these two weeks. We've obviously had... Ronaldo's first games, you know, we've had Champions League rounds. It's 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 been hot. It's been hot these last few weeks. So what's what do you feel like? Do you feel like you've you've missed a lot, or you know, you've been keeping track? Of it? What's the thoughts? It feels like I've been away for two months. So it's like <laughs> a, a, a lot a lot changes. I was able to watch the. Uh, I was actually on. Uh, having dinner when uh, the Manchester United game was up and it was like more of a sports bar. So I was able to watch that. Uh, but yeah, card wise or prize wise or release wise, I've not really tracked too much. So it's going to be interesting to see what, uh, what happened. Well, let's, uh, let's bring you up to speed and it'd be very even good. To like, even this, thoughts. this champions league and Europa league rounds from last week feel like so long ago. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea why, even for me, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, looking it really back to does. the scores, it's like going back to Spain. It's like, ah. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's a bit difficult when you're when you're doing a show a week and then you've got these midweek games and things like that. It just yeah. it, it makes it really difficult to to go through. But I mean, in my opinion, Champions League is such a premier competition that we can't yeah. not cover it. It's 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 yeah. It's my favorite. So like, let's go through it. I feel like it's something that um affects the card market a fair bit as well. Yeah, I think it's yeah, absolutely. I think it's the number one thing that that yeah. uh, affects the card market as opposed to EPL. Mm. Yeah, and your domestic leagues. Yeah, I agree with that. Yep. Yeah, let's go through it. Um, Sevilla one all over Salzburg. If you guys want me to stop, let me know. There's one I'm definitely going to stop at. Is Young Boys two Manchester United one? What were your initial thoughts when you saw this scoreline? I thought. Has this Ronaldo 
coming back to save Man United and all the Man United fans saying, oh, we're going to win the league. Has it hit them already after his second game? Um, it was a shame to see Jesse Lingard make the mistake and, and concede them that second goal. Um, but, you know, Ronaldo did what Ronaldo does and, and scored again. But after the weekend, I don't know, it's sort of, again, uh, we'll get into what happened on the weekend. But, yeah, it, it didn't look great, especially especially right after the game. I was like, oh, no, this is not looking good for United fans. I guess this game here um, reminded me of a lot of Juventus games last year where the only way we score is via Ronaldo and we still end up kind of losing and not getting the performances that we want. Um, mm. and, and that's that's a game that they, they definitely should have won. But um, first game of the group, I probably wouldn't be too overly worried at this stage. Um, positive was in heaven and apparently he was loving life. But, no, I think he's a, Liverpool, he's a Liverpool supporter, so he doesn't uh, anything well, to do with Man United uh, suffering. He loves it. <laughs> Lille, Neil all with Wolfsburg. A game that I thought was very, very exciting was Villarreal and Atalanta. Um, they are both extremely good under the radar sides. They, they play fantastic football, and it was you know we had Remo Furla. Did I say that properly, Vincent? You can tell me if I said that right. Um, six six minute, then think. Villarreal 39, 73rd, and then Gossens 83rd minute equaliser. I felt like that was a, a brilliant match. I'm not sure if you guys caught it. You guys might have caught the Chelsea 1-0 over Zenit. Remember that one? Yeah. <laughs> That's Lukaku That's scored good. again. Lukaku scored again. A game we should be winning at home against Zenit. First game of the Champions League, Champions League campaign. Three points. We'll take it. We move. Juventus won over Malmo, a game that they obviously should have won. Another game I wanted to pause on was Bayern <laughs> over uh, Barcelona. Two goals with Lewandowski as well. I was sitting at. I was sitting. I was having dinner. It's the same. It was the same night with the uh, Manchester United game, and there were, there were a table behind us were two two Spanish dudes, and one one had bet money on Barcelona, and the other one had bet money on Bayern Munich, and they were having these side bets with each other, like who's gonna score the first goal, who's gonna score next. The guy, the guy who was betting on Barcelona was going was going nuts, was going crazy. Mm. The guy, the guy was yelling, you. the guy was shouting, the guy was going going everywhere. Um, but yeah, it was like this this Barcelona team. I don't know, man. It's, it, I mean, do you really have to be satisfied with having Brightweight, Luke De Jong, and the Memphis Depay as your front three? I don't know. And then they got Jordi Alba playing in the center midfield. From the looks of that, I don't know if that actually happened, yeah. but. Uh, I I cannot remember. I think I was too drunk at that at that time. But uh, <laughs> if you're in saying that though about Barca, if you scroll down and you look at Bayern's or not, like it's I mean, it's a it's a level up from from that Barca team. Yeah, yeah. I mean, damn. Even Musiala. I, I mean, yeah, he's looking mm, good. Yeah, yeah. It's a good mix yeah. of um, experience and and the younger guys as well. Which is great. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's gonna be interesting to see what's what they're gonna do if Lewandowski disappears uh one day. Um, yeah. And and Miller, because they I mean they're both like in thirties, they're not gonna be there forever. So Yeah. Bit of a Haaland action potentially if he doesn't want to leave the Bundesliga. 
Um, yeah, maybe. Maybe. This is an interesting flying V we have going on here with this formation. I like it. Um, yeah. I feel like <laughs> I feel like Barcelona just they are what they are at the moment. They they've stripped down their side. They're concentrating on a lot of the young kids and trying to find their feet. The manager, I don't have a lot of faith in. It's it is what it is at this stage, and they just need to get through this year and, and keep building, in my opinion. Um, yeah. Dinamo Kiev, Neil Orr with Benfica, Besiktas and Dortmund, 2-1. We had Jude Bellingham and Haaland both score. So if you're a hobby enthusiast watching this game, you were loving life. They are both darlings of the hobby. Bellingham, to be honest, has actually been on a little bit of a run. He's been doing quite well. And the rumours around him and and his possible transfer starting to ramp up as well. With that. So Liverpool, I heard. Yeah, Liverpool, I heard United's in the running as well. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Now, to be honest, the shock of the round, in my opinion, was this one here. Definitely. Sheriff 2 over Shakhtar Donetsk. And, and um, I had a look at the value of players in, in Sheriff's <laughs> lineup compared to Donetsk. I think it was it was yeah. a quarter, something like that. It was... It was so small in comparison. And they got the job done. At the end of the day, they showed up on the day. They had more heart. They were playing at home, admittedly. But still, they had to get the result. It was excellent. Excellent. Mm, wasn't it Shakhtar last season that like almost beat uh, Real Madrid? Like 3-2 or something like that? Mm-hmm. In the group stages? Jesus. Yeah. The fake I mean, Cristiano. <laughs> exactly. exactly. What you call it? <laughs> the fake Cristiano. <laughs> 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 um, Inter Milan Neil uh, with uh, Real Madrid coming away the result there um, I felt like Inter was a little bit stiff in that match they probably should have come away with a draw but unfortunately didn't yeah. Atletico Madrid Neil Porto Neil Club Bruges Brugge is that how you say it or Bruges I say yeah. Bruges Brugge Brugge, yeah. Brugge. Brugge is better I'll yeah. say Brugge um, yeah, there you go. I, I, like to, I like to be grammatically correct as much as possible. So they won all with PSG, which I think was an unbelievable result. I think that was fantastic. Um, I watched the highlights, and and to be honest, they, they could have even snatched a win in this game. They, they were all over them in patches during that match. I thought it was quite impressive. Yeah, it was impressive how they were able to keep it up for so long. I was like, when the first goal fell, I was like, yeah, this is this is the floodgates start opening. But they they kept their composure. They kept they kept going at it, and they were literally on their heels. It was like it was not like they didn't deserve that one point. It was not like they they got it from some stupid mistake. It was just a good goal, one, and then they kept on going. And as you said, they could have they could have sneaky got that win, but um. I mean, to be honest, it's a good win for Brugge, but it was a horrible game from PSG. If this yeah. was a PSG team that was 70%, then they would have won this game 1-3 or something. But I felt like this PSG team was like not even 50%. I felt like they were on the pitch thinking, oh, this is Club Brugge, let's just uh, score one or two and go home again. Um, but it was it was a horrible game from PSG. So I guess... A lot of the questions that have been asked, and they've been asked in um, even by us on the double coverage network, that well, besides Luke down the bottom there, 
um, a lot of people don't really rate the league one, right? And and I guess what they're saying is that when they play the Champions League, it is, is obviously a, a step up in terms of quality and yep. they can definitely go into that, that match cold. And, and I know it's been said to death, but is this an example of that? Yeah, I mean, it, you, you always have these... That, that's what happens with these teams that are very good in their domestic league. Uh, and they're far beyond the rest. I would say PSG is a, is a prime example. Like, how, for how many years have, have they been pumping money into this team? Five, six at this point? They only reached mm -hmm. the final once and they lost to Bayer. Um, admittedly, Bayer was just too, too, too good. But having this team, even without Messi, and still needing five years to reach a final of the premier uh, competition in, in, the, in the world. Uh, domestically, uh, well, with clubs, then I think that says it. That says it all. Like they have no competition in, in the league. They, they can win every single game four two in in domestic league, win that competition, and that's it. But if you go into the Champions League and you face people like Bayern Munich, even Club Brugge, I mean, <laughs> it, it's. I think I think that's true. It's an example of how how not having enough competition in the league hurts you in in competitions like this. Yeah, definitely. Um, but in saying that, though, this PSG team on paper should be, with all due respect to Club Bruges, like sure. that PSG team on paper should be being, should be beating them. But that's why um, games are not won on paper. <laughs> exactly, they're won on the pitch. Yeah, and 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 vice versa. You've got teams like um, Club Brugge who step up for these games. You know that they've got a lot less to lose, and that that lack of pressure and. Um, you know, gene up for these types of games is is telling as well. You know, and then that again is something that's that's not really put on black paper. Another really good game was Liverpool Milan. This was a game that I felt like it was going to be a draw, and it was it was going that way. It was it was an exciting game to watch. Uh, and then Jordan Henderson absolutely almost tore the net off with um, with his goals. <laughs> yeah. It was incredible. Yeah. It was incredible. Um, not much, not much to say about that. With, with Liverpool, positives, happy in the uh, in the chat there. <laughs> but you know, I was I was impressed by Rebic, um, and and obviously a player that doesn't really get much hobby love is Brahim Diaz. I think he's Diaz, yeah. he's going to have a, a really good season. He plays in that attacking midfield role, um, and Rebic as well. Like uh, he's not really an exciting player, but he gets the goals, and and he got the goals this morning for. Uh, Milan against my club, but anyway, we won't talk too much about yeah, that. I think he's scored like three goals in three games now. He's been very good, sneaky good, sneaky good, yeah. um, and and performing well in Ibrahimovic's uh, absence as well. Um, but another player who's who's been on fire is, is Mo Salah. He's he's been excellent, and and Henderson's goal was just incredible, incredible stuff. No one is really talking about Salah, but he's been scoring 20 goals a season consistently since forever. It's yeah. like it's like strange how people not want to see it, how people not see it, how people don't want to talk about it. I don't know, but uh, he's he's it's a beast. I don't know why. Um, maybe because last season was a bit of a down season, and that's when the hobby really took yeah, off. Maybe, maybe potentially yeah. overlooked him, but reason, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Six three. Man City getting the job done over Leipzig cool. and <laughs> quite a few. You got Mr. Jack Grealish in there as well. Um, oh, yeah. but look at that. Look at that. 
Three goals. Yeah, take that. I know they lost six straight, but you know. You still take that trick. <laughs> the second biggest surprise I felt like in, oh, in the first round was this one here. I, I cannot believe that Ajax won five or won five over Sporting Lisbon. That was a shocker. I had Sporting way up there. But it was, it's Haller, man. He, Haller was was really upset. I think he wanted to take revenge of that missing out last season with the um, filling in the the, diff, the the wrong forms or they were too late, like getting oh, included yes. in, in, in the team. The fax machine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Something insane happened. Like he was mad at this game. He wanted to destroy Sporting, and he did. Like four goals. I think it was a record. Something like first time. I don't know what it was, but. Uh, I mean, first first in, uh, Champions League game for a team scoring four. That's incredible. Mad. Sporting was pretty poor too, but uh, four one uh, five one is is a bit harsh. <laughs> Crazy stuff. All right, we'll move along to last week's results in the APL, and we start there off we with go. your there team. That's what we want to say. Chelsea over Tottenham. We had Ingo Locante. I love seeing him on the score sheet. He didn't even know what to do when he scored. <laughs> he didn't know what to do, the poor bloke. <laughs> you just see from those stats there, I, I unfortunately didn't get to watch this game. Um, oh, actually, I actually haven't even seen the highlights yet. I haven't even seen the highlights yet. I've been that busy. But, um, I mean, you know, 20 shots. shots says enough. Everything else looks pretty even. But, yeah, if you're creating 20 chances on goal... Um, you're doing something right, and 3-0 um, against uh, another team that's going to be up there challenging for the title and Champions League spots this season. Um, it's definitely good to see. Yep. I'm happy to see Kovacic starting. I'm, I'm a yeah. big fan. Um, and your game on the stream was Manchester United over West Ham. There was a little bit of controversy towards the end oh, definitely. Um, of this definitely. game here. Definitely a controversial game. Uh, Dom was up and about, roughly. So, <laughs> look, there was two penalties that were, I'm not going to say clear-cut, but they were they were there. From, in my opinion, they were there. For, both on Ronaldo. Um, it wasn't even looked at by VAR um, to go down the other end. And I can't remember who was defending. I can't remember who gave away the penalty now. But a handball, um, it, it wasn't contentious. It was there as well, but was checked by VAR and given a penalty for West Ham, um, where Noble, who was subbed <laughs> oh, on yeah, to take the that. penalty, uh, then missed the penalty. Uh, it was an average penalty, but again, you got you got to credit to Hare for that one. He's been in great form this season for United. Um, but to be honest, I, I think this game should have ended a draw. Uh, I, it's just one of those results, again, like United haven't been convincing... Um, it was a good stream positive, wasn't it? Um, it wasn't. It wasn't a again. Like it wasn't a convincing performance again from United. But again, they've gotten the three points. So um, to be honest, at this stage of the season, I'd rather be seeing performances than than getting three points every game. Um, but if you're getting three points, you're getting three points. So it says a lot. It says a lot. Yeah, it's one of these games where everything like fits together if you're a Man United fan, like missing that penalty, Lingard scoring that screamer. Yeah, that was like, a great finish. It's like, and they missed the penalty, and he scored a goal that like he's not going to score every single week, uh, yeah. and they get the three points. So it's like, 
it's one of these things. It's like a FIFA game, you know. It's like being yeah. being, being West Ham playing against this Man United team, and, and somehow you still lose it somehow. But uh, yeah, good win for Manu. Man, CR7 cannot stop scoring. It doesn't matter how he's scoring. They, they seem to be jamming goals, but at the end of the yeah. day, he's putting the ball at the back of the net, so you can't really... He's, he's doing his job at the end of the day. It's it's worth the same as a screamer. So, I mean, mm. uh, the, the mm. people that they kind of are dissing at, um, uh, I'd probably tell them to check themselves, to be honest, because uh, I think, you know, <laughs> you, you compare him against other players in other leagues of lesser quality, um, and... Um, you can't you can't doubt him can't doubt him at all unfortunately um brighton 2-1 over leicester that is a game that i was a little bit surprised by as well as aston villa 3-0 over everton very strange very strange results yeah. there um Liverpool... correct me if i'm wrong everton started quite well haven't they well where are they on the ladder let's have a quick look so they're six so that was their they first loss. win draw win win loss um, so yeah, that, that was a bit of out of left Momentum. field. So exactly. Um, Liverpool three 0 over Crystal Palace. Any comments on that game there? Again, Mo Salah on the score sheet. No, I didn't no see right. it unfortunately. Nothing to say. Man City near all Southampton. They, these are these results that can somehow sometimes happen. One, one shot on target. Oh, one shot on target from 16 says it been 64% possession a lot more passes um at home as well I, I think that's two points lost for city really i think it's strange to see how how you can have high pass accuracy high possession high passes and still only have one shot on goal at home against a team you should be like 3-0 or 3-1 it's like yeah you can you can, give, you can give a billion passes but i mean Bernardo Silva, Jesus Sterling, Chile. Yeah. So it's Sterling playing through the middle. Do you no, feel like that's a good that's a good spot for him, Sterling? No, no, no I think Tor- I think um the, I think Ferenc play. Uh, I I think Ferenc showed this season that he should be starting as that that um false yeah. nine, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, Jesus is one that probably wouldn't get a start i've said before that i like him i've sort of changed my mind watching the first few games this season um now more about how everyone else is playing like sterling Grealish, um and for and how well they've those three have been uh how good those three have been um so yeah has this has this probably missed out for me in that front yeah. three yeah what else have we got arsenal get the result they're churning out the results now aren't they um odegaard with the the free kick um, besides that, oh, shit. they actually won. Damn, I missed. I missed that one. I don't know you didn't didn't get up early for that one. There, that's a uh, three. We always had more shots of them. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Let's <laughs> get oh, one though. Do not look at their lineup just this weekend. There we go. A lot of players back to. I actually I said this. I wasn't in this stream, but um, Dommer and Source were watching it on, on live. Um, I said that this is arguably, besides um, besides Ramsdale, this is arguably Arsenal's best team on paper for me. Yeah. Jeremy um, Gabriel Ward. Yeah, that's that's yeah. arguably yeah. the best team on paper. So away at Burnley, I don't know how Burnley played. If they sat, just sat everyone behind the ball, I'm not too sure. Um, but yeah, you'd probably I don't, hoping for more I would, I would, it didn't look like I it. Would. I had any shots. Can you go back to the lineup? What actually happened yeah. to Lacazette? 
What's what's like going on? Oh, he's still he's so on the bench. Didn't come on. Okay, because I would I would swap. I would take Pepe out. I would swap Saka out with Pepe. Get a bomber Yang on the left and put a real striker up front. I think that works better. That but... could work, yeah. That could work too. Yeah. All right. Arsenal like won a what, game. I like what Positive said here. City should have bought Kane. Yeah. That seems to be the issue. And it, it seems to be telling when, when you look at that. When you look at that possession and you look at lack of shots, that just tells me that the link-up play between both a player to be able to hold up and bring other players into the game and play off him um, is lacking somewhat. Um, Watford 3-1 over Norwich. Brentford 2-0 over Wolves. That is very surprising, um, especially considering the, the games that I've, you know, the performances I've seen that Wolves have played. They haven't necessarily been pulling away the results, but to lose 2-0 Brentford and Brentford got a red card there. At home too. Brentford is a good team though. You reckon? They're they're low key good. Like their striker Ivan Tony, he's class. Okay, he's yeah. good. Is is that no yeah. shots on target as well? Go to Wolves. Yeah. Yeah. For a Premier League, that's supposed to be very exciting. There's not many shots on target. I will tell you that right <laughs> now. But anyway, um, Newcastle one all with Leeds. Move over to Serie A. What everyone's here for, to be honest. Um, Got the game tomorrow as well. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, one nil Torino over Sassuolo. A few of our boys in in Sassuolo's team, um, Vincent, we've got um, Raspadori and I've got Scamacca as well. Both of them not getting the result done. Um, Fiorentina two one over Genoa. Mm. That was a pretty good result for Fiorentina. They're probably even-ish sides, and, and they've done quite well there. Now, I want to bring this up, not just for the result, but and I can't click on that button, so I can't show you a bigger version, but this top was amazing by Inter. Have you, have you seen that jersey? Yeah, it looks really good. Um, I did have a quick look after it, just on, I had a quick look after, like on it um, after, the, after the game. Um, it doesn't come with the sponsor on it, though. It looks a bit funny without the sponsor, I'll be honest. Usually, sometimes the, you know, a sponsor can make or break a jersey, and on this one, it, it definitely makes it for me. The the sponsor is their crypto, their fan. Yeah, the crypto. Yeah, but I, just, is, I don't know. It just looks so, so much cool. better with it. Yeah, it just looks so much better with it on the on the jersey than just plain. Um, uh, look, yeah, they've definitely I'll, definitely done well with this. I would never, ever, ever be caught dead wearing an Inter jersey, but I tell you what, that that one's pretty close. Because I'd say I that the black and the black and yellow one from a few seasons back. Um, with like the retro Nike symbol, that was a pretty good one too. That was very good. Um, now six one over Bologna. What a game this was! It, they absolutely annihilated them. Lautaro Martinez was all over them, and Eden Jekyll was he, he seemed like a, a player re reborn. Um, mm. and, and a player that was really really good in this game was Dumfries on on the right. I was literally um, just I was going to wait till you finished. That was going to be my my play for this game. Yeah, I oh, thought he man. played. He played really well. He set up most of the most of the goals. He was he was incredible. He had a chance, he had a chance to get one or two himself. Yep. He was in, in and around the mark. Yeah, he, he had a great game. Also, the one who scored for Bologna was a, a player who used to play at Ostenda like two weeks ago. He got his move really? to uh, Bologna. Yeah, Theater. Oh, wow. 
He was a Ostende player and he did a move to Bologna and he scored. He's a defender. That was a very so, good goal as well. A very from good the pro league, from the pro league to the Serie A and scoring against Inter, not losing six one, but still scoring goals. It's not bad. <laughs> take that, take that. Um, so Inter not really uh, slowing down from last season, even though they've changed so much of their team. They, they've their um, director Marotta is one of the best, uh, you know, directors to scout talent. In the world, the, the the way that he did that at Juventus was something to behold, and then he's obviously moved to to Inter, and, and he's just killing it there, killing it. Has been able to manage the salary cap quite well, if you call it a salary cap. Um, Atalanta got the result over Salernitana. That probably wasn't a great game for them, but they still got the result done. Um, Sampdoria three 0 over Empoli. Spezia two one over Venezia. Lazio got a disappointing result against Cagliari, 2 all, and Verona got the win. It's the game Verona, isn't it, for Lazio? Lazio, yeah. They, they, yeah. they haven't been doing all too well. So they they lost the last game and they drew yeah. this one here. So not great, not great. Um, and Verona, you know what? Verona in this game over Roma, 3-2, their goals were absolute belters, all of them. Um, to be honest, I think it was more Verona stepping up to the plate than, than Roma doing, you know, a, a great deal wrong. I, I got, Did everyone I got to play watch. for Roma? Yeah. Yeah, they, like Tammy Abraham was, was starting, um, Pellegrini, Zaniolo. They, they had a yeah, really, good. really good team. And you, you just mentioned it, Pellegrini – he is having an absolute belter of the season, and yeah. I have been um, looking at his rookie cards. In all honesty, I've, I've had a look at the immaculate. Um, very cheap, like they're just they're just really really cheap. I think that he's he's flourishing uh, under Mourinho. He's, he's, oh, he's very, very well. 20, 25, 26, isn't he? From yeah, Mourinho. he's, not, he's have... not a young he's not a young yeah, rookie yeah. by any means. Yeah, but I don't know. Could he go to the World Cup next year? Potentially. In this form, if you got to take form players. Up. You got to take form players. So, if he takes yeah. his, keeps still, his still a while to go, but <laughs> never know. Then there was this game this morning that. Um, Did you end up watching um, it? Yeah, I watched it all. I watched it. All. I watched most Juventus games as, as much as yeah. I can. But um, Juventus started this game like a house on fire and came out the second half, which what with what felt like two less men. Um, Dybala was phenomenal, Murata as well, that counter-attack, and he was able to beat uh, Theo Hernandez for, for speed to, to to get the ball in the back of the net. I, I felt like that was great, but second half, I don't know. I don't know what is going on with this team, but I think it's most of the midfield. It's just not great. I mean, Locatelli, Rabio, Bentanco, and Cuadrado, there's a lot to be desired there, and, and at times, game in, game out, Chiellini and Bonucci can be found wanting sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. unfortunately. Um, how come, how come is Delit, was Delit on the bench? Did he... Delit's on the bench, and the the explanation was that there were midweek games and they wanted to rest him, right? Okay. Um, but Raiola in the media did come out and say that he may not be staying at Juventus long term. And... Okay. Um, 
I think Raiola needs to keep his mouth shut, in all honesty. Like, we're in September yeah. still. Why is, he, why is he opening his mouth, in all honesty? I, I don't understand at all. Um, he was even mentioning Romagnoli as well, potentially going to Juventus. And, you know, he's, he's fishing around his players like crazy. I understand that's what he does, but um, mm. very frustrating to me. Very frustrating. How was um, Liao as well for Milan? One of my boys. Liao played. didn't – he had a quiet game, Liao. Yeah. Um, Diaz had a quiet one as well. Rebic got on the header. Tonali had a really, really good game. Uh, mm. in I felt like it was fantastic. Um, yeah. Tomori kept on putting in really good performances. So, look, it, it was it was a grinding grinded out game. Um, was a game Milan. played mainly a game played mainly in the midfield? Because if you're saying like Tonali is having a good game, I see it as one of those. It was. I guess. It yeah. was. Yeah. Yeah. It was absolutely, absolutely. And we'll move over to La Liga, have a few games to quickly get through. Um, Villarreal, are we, sorry guys, I completely lost my place. Here we go, we go. Cadiz, 2-1 over Celta Vigo. Rayo, 3-0 over Hetafe. That seems like a really interesting result. Neil all Atletico, and I believe Joel Felix got the red card in this game. Yes, he did. Yeah. 78th minute. What did, he, what did he do? I didn't see. Two yellows? Um, Where is he? Did he come off? Did he come off the bench and get sent off? Oh, my God. Two yellows? Jesus. (laughs) When did he come on? If you go over the arrow, does it say when he came on as well? Oh, no. No. No, we're good. Diego Simone is furious, and I don't blame him. (laughs) What's he doing? The The wonder boy. Here we go, timeline. We'll, we'll be able to tell you here. Um, but, well, I don't know. He just cuts this frustrating figure lately. He doesn't seem comfortable at all. Maybe he, he needs some move to another club. Maybe he needs a club. Oh, he, he kept on whining about his previous yellow. Oh, my God, you oh, idiot. Oh, wow. Come on. That's, yeah, I don't know. That's not good enough. He came on get... 60th minute. There you go. Yeah. It's come so on from 87. He had all of 15 minutes on the pitch. That's terrible. Is That's that terrible. good enough for my cards to go up 15 x No, I don't think that. No. He was yelling at the ref. There you go. 10 seconds, two yellows. <laughs> man, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm not entirely convinced that. I never was with, with Joao Felix. I don't have any of his cards. and um, He's Luckily, just so hit and miss, man. He's just so hit and miss. Um, if you compared him to Haaland, he's performing week in, week out. This guy's not like... No, I, don't, he, I think that's that's a bit of a stretch comparing him to Haaland. Well, initially he was. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah, I even mean back initially then, though. I feel like even, even at the time, it's a little bit of a stretch. Yeah, true, true. Elche with Levante, 1-0. Osasuna, 2-0 over Alaves. Mallorca and Villarreal, 0-0. There's a lot of 0-0 results in this league. Real Sociedad and Sevilla, 0-0 <laughs> as well. Um, Betis, 2-0 with Espanyol. And Valencia, Real Madrid. This was probably the game to watch because Valencia has been very good as well this season. Um, and these two boys here, Vinicius and Karim Benzema, um, Benzema teed up Vinicius and Vinicius returned the favour in the 80th minute. So 86th minute, 88th minute with back-to-back goals pretty much uh, to get the result for Real Madrid. So 
not entirely convincing given that you know they they didn't do it all all game let's say but i mean did it looks finish, like finish stats. Come off the bench as well let's have a look he did not he played oh, no, game. He started. yeah hmm. but it just shows he's, he's continuing that form um getting involved with the assist and then scoring himself um he started the season very well for me Benzema, another one of these players that keeps on scoring goals. Yeah, no one's talking about. Not appreciated. He's been doing it for so long as well. Yeah. It's not like he's, he's coming out. He's it's not like he's coming out. He's just started scoring goals now. Like he's been doing it for <laughs> such a long time. Yeah. In the Champions League, in 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 the league as well. Like, Everywhere. Yeah. yeah. So that was I a quick... maybe. Maybe it was because of that you know, lack of international football he was getting with, with the France team. But even when he played at the Euros, some people sort of got around it a little bit. But he's now yeah. included in Giro, isn't? So I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what he has to but, do to get some appreciation. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So that was La Liga. We'll move across to the Bundesliga. There's two teams that we always look at. We've got Dortmund. Is that the latest result there? 4 2 yeah. over Union Berlin. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. yeah. Haaland scored is the that, last one. I didn't see is the that. The, now, I thought it was 3 2 for some reason, but they there must have been another goal there somewhere that Haaland scored. There we go. Here, eighth, third minute. Um, but that was a pretty good goal. It was a bit of Ibrahimovic action there with that scissorish type kick that he scored it was nice it was nice i'll give him that one cool keep on scoring i don't know what else to say and they keep Not conceding too. they've conceded they've conceded another two there yeah against union berlin is not a unbelievable team another God, this one the game we talk about is yeah. Bayern munich over bochum Thing. There we go. Seven, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that guy still there? Oh, Jesus. Did he start? Did he start as a Christian? No. Yeah. Came off the bench? It looks like yeah. Upper Commando didn't start either. He might have come off the bench. I know, I know he had a little bit of injury concern. against Zero. Ago. Jesus Christ. Yeah, well, it looks like an absolute That's battery. <laughs> the score one reflects it as well. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'm actually surprised that Lewandowski only scored one. Um, yeah. <laughs> decided you know, to spread the love. So we've seen, we've saw him Champions League and this game here. Is Sane a player we should start be we should start looking at now in terms of cards, considering his massive fall off from um, what he was, you know, when in the boom last year. Um, considering he's going to be in and around, Bayern's going to be, you know, in the later stages of Champions League, the way they're going. In the league, they're going to do very well. Is Sane maybe a player we should be looking at, especially if he's going to keep getting starts? If he can get back to the form of City, sure. Um, mm. He was, when when he was at his peak at City, he was, it was, it was unbelievable. But then yeah. he had this injury and it's not always easy to play in his Bayern Munich team either, but yeah. Maybe he's a good. Maybe he's a good child. Yeah, I was. Would you? Would you? Would you look? At, would you look at Sané over Gnabry? I personally would. Yeah, just because we sort of know where his cards can get to. Um, Gnabry did have a bit of a run up yeah. as well, but I personally like Sané a little bit better. That's that's just my opinion. Okay. What do you reckon? I mean, they both play for Germany, so it's like, um, I don't know. Maybe I would go with Sane. Maybe. Yeah. 
I'm not sure where the prices are of their of their more desirable cards. I, I haven't um, looked recently, to be honest. That was just a, a thought that I had there because I saw it, it scored again, and after we looked at Champions yeah. League results as well, something I'm it's definitely going to look at. Yeah, I'm going to have yeah. a look into it during the week, and I'll, I'll come back next Monday and we'll talk about it. Perfect. All we right. might even bring it up while we're going through our players. Um, yeah, we can do. It. And you're absolutely right, positive. I feel sorry for every single team that has to play. <laughs> yeah. Bayern every week. Terrible. Um, over to League One, the last um, games for us to go through before we get into the hobby, PSG 2-1. Now, uh, they got the win, and Mauro Icardi, which is a player that I really, really like, um, got the goal in the 93rd minute. Um, but I think this game was all about Messi and being coming off. with drawn from the pitch exactly right and and not shaking pochettino's hand <laughs> not good really? signs not good after signs they scored, after they scored the goal as well i think something happened after that as well really um, yeah he yeah, got his scored and messi wasn't really didn't really seem happy mm. it's interesting times especially this far in and when you compare it to ronaldo and how he's sort of flourishing at united or flourishing at least he's scoring <laughs> goals um, yeah. We'll say individually he's flourishing. As a team, maybe not so much, but um, it's interesting their contrasting starts at yeah. their new clubs. Now, uh, Japan Sports Card is here for the Ajax talk. <laughs> I think we said last time we weren't <laughs> going to go through them. Um, but you know what? Since you're asking, let's have a look at what Ajax did last um, last Japan, week. Japan, Japan Sports, there's actually one Ajax player. I'm going to talk, actually, if we're going to go into young players, um, I'll talk about him. You know what? Let's let's lead right into it. I think that's probably a good transition. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Oh that's it. I thought I thought Bayern was about was an absolute belting, but it looks like um, Ajax it's here for a reason. <laughs> Ajax has um, mate. We were talking about Ajax before in terms of the drumming in the Champions League, and it looks like they continued that on in the league. Uh, incredible result, nine nil. Jesus. If you want to go line up, say for a sec, who you played. Oh, the guy I'm talking about is not there. That's great. Go down. Was he on the bench? Yeah, I know who you were going to talk about. Who, you, who am I going to talk about? I, I forgot his name for a moment. Um, Anthony. No, nah, not Anthony. No. Nah. Not Anthony? Oh, okay. Um, do I start? Or do we, what, are we, are we Let's get on? straight in. Let's get straight into it. That's a good segue. The player I was going to talk about um, is... Uh, I forget what his first name is. His, second, his last name is Wrench. R E N S C H. He's the fullback for Ajax. Um, 18 years old. He's been subject to some rumor, uh, some uh, rumors to that he might be heading to Barcelona. I don't know how soon that's going to be. Um, I did check out. I'm still doing, you know, very preliminary, um, preliminary research and stuff on him. But I did have a look at some of his cards that are going. You know, you can pick up his sapphires, um, the base ones for like one or two US. It's got the RC on it. Um, he's a fullback. Um, a lot of the highlights I've been watching as well is he pushes quite far up the pitch. Um, so he's one of those fullbacks that I like to talk about, those those almost wingbacks that really get involved in the attack. Um, yeah, a player I like, uh, a, a position that I like watching and a player I might, I'm um, looking at picking up some cards of just because they're, they're extremely affordable you know one one or two us for a, a sapphire um even the numbered ones i don't think i saw any that were over over 10 us 
Um, yeah, so it might be, again, do your own research. This is only preliminary research for me so far. Um, if Japan sports cards still there, feel free to leave your <laughs> um, leave your, your feedback as well. The question is, are you going to pay 3500 USD for a one-of-one one of his cards? Uh, no, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Just to uh, put it uh, put it briefly, no, no. Make an offer. <laughs> Let's make an offer. I'll give him 20 bucks. Oh. <laughs> but hey, one day that, that might be worth a lot of money. We'll never know. So if he's linked to Barcelona, it's the first time hearing of this. Um, yep. What does that say for Serginho Dest? I think he plays the opposite side. He does? I thought yep. it was right back. Okay. Uh, no, I thought he was left. Maybe I'm wrong. It's all right. Bit of competition is always good. Yeah. But yeah, it could, could be an interesting play there. Good bit. Go again, check him out. Do, again, as we always say, do your research. He's a, he's a right, right, right side. He's right back. Okay. Yeah. So what does yeah, that say for Yeah, that's what I was thinking. This is right back, isn't he? He's right. Yeah, and he is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'll, I'll be honest. I'm not really that impressed with Dest. Um, I understand he's American and all that, but so is that I, sort of where that's coming from. The, um, the hype around him. Maybe, maybe I, I don't think his performances match up with the hype. Um, yeah. the, the he, he he brings out a good performance every now and then, but not uh, anything amazing. So I understand why they're looking elsewhere. And and Ajax is, is always a, a source of talent for Barcelona as well. Um, yeah, definitely. So it's good. Vincent, do you have anyone? He's, he's 18 as well, by the way. Just chuck that in. 18. There. That's the hobby Sorry. age, isn't it? I was going to say, that is the age. <laughs> <laughs> um, not. I mean, I didn't really have anyone in mind, but looking at this Ajax team, uh, Anthony is a right wing. Um, I kind of like him. He already gave two assists this season uh, in the Champions League, that is. Uh, he scored one goal in three games in the Eredivisie, so he's uh he's he's 21 though, so he's 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 too old for the hobby. <laughs> <laughs> he's washed, he's washed as the hobby. Yeah, he's 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 over and done. But he's one of these guys <laughs> that came from Sao Paulo, went to Ajax, and uh, I mean he he's he's very exciting to watch. So I can see him moving to a bigger club in the future. Again, Ajax is not really that type of team that keeps their players there, sell them on. Yeah. Um, so I can I really like this guy. Um he's got a fair few cards there as well. It looks like he's in all the major sets for tops this season. Yeah, oh, like he also plays he also plays for Brazil, which definitely helps. He uh, yeah. played for the other twenty threes. He scored five goals in twelve games. So he's been scoring goals for the Brazilian national team as well. He's yeah. very exciting to watch and he's currently valued around twenty five million euro on market on transfer market. So he's for me he's one to watch because I I like these wingers, especially if they can ball. He's a real baller. All right. Good yeah. stuff. I'm not looking at anyone of note lately to, or anyone to, to speak about. Um, so I'm going to keep the, the cards close to my chest, let's say, and, and see if I've got any anything for you next week. Now, oh, there yeah, we go. Uh, Japan, Japan yeah. knows about him. Yeah, yeah, he played, played in six Olympics games in the Olympics. I think he played every single game, not every single minute of every single game, but he was definitely one player that was involved in that national team. So, 
It's already huge if you can play all the games for a national team under 23s, but it's uh, it's a segue into the first team. So, and um, what was I going to say? The uh, the Brazilians tend to take their um, Olympics a lot more seriously than than other nations yeah. do. So, um, yeah. take that take that what you may. Now we did have a, a question come up and uh, we've we've been called out a little bit vincent so uh, i felt like this, this is a, a very good time especially since you're on and you're, you're the guru in this area um so the question guru. is for <laughs> for champions buy, buy, buy my buy my course now only 1999 <laughs> why not why not it's a it's a 10-part course you have to uh, pay about 300 us dollars for each and you have to pay in um, Ethereum and has to go straight into his so rare account as well. <laughs> so champion of sport on Instagram, go check him out because I did have a look and um, he's got some brilliant cards on there. Um, brilliant sure vintage cards. He's from Melbourne. Yep. Yeah. Um, so big supporter of our show. He said, are you guys into vintage soccer cards? And he's called us out. He said, rarely hear anything old on your show. So, you know what? Let's bring old into soccer card collective. Let's bring it. Are we into it? And let, let's start a bit of a conversation about uh, vintage. And um, I'll let you get rolling. Vincent, tell us your thoughts. Okay. So uh, when I started, I collecting. I start with modern, um, which was a, a mistake, to be honest. Or oh, a mistake. It's always easy to to say uh, afterwards. But it's like. When you hear people talk about vintage, they always say it's like the blue chip. Like it's the first thing you buy. It's like a Tesla stock, an Apple stock. And as soon as you have those, you can start going into different areas of modern. You can like go out and scout some players, put some gambles. But vintage is, is basically the blue chip. Like if vintage doesn't go up in, in price, then um, long term, it's not going to it's not going to boom. It's not going to uh, 50x while it can happen. We saw that in, in the... Um, the prison boom and this insane market we've been in the last two years. But normally it's the, the cards you buy for 50, let's say, and in 20, 30 years, they go up like crazy, like we've seen um, compared to modern where you're basically gambling, you're speculating. Like as soon as Holland scores two goals, his price go up. You, you're not going to have that with vintage. Krav is not playing anymore. So he's not... The only reason why he is going up in price is because the whole market goes up in, in, in valuation or something happens around him. We've seen that with Maradona cards as well. He died uh, or he passed away, for to say it properly, and um, his cards went up because all of a sudden there's attention to him. Or if there's a documentary, uh, same with Jimmy Greaves, he also passed away. So I'm pretty sure there's going to be more attention towards that player and his cards, and he's not playing anymore. So some of these players need some kind of help somehow um to get their cards go up in price um now vintage is also boring i would say because they're they're not playing anymore you you buy them and it's not like you put on television every single weekend and there's your player um so it depends on depends on basically what you want to do if you only want to invest in players you can also watch then vintage is not for you if you like more of a background story more of of history uh, more if you're more interested in how it used to be then vintage is is awesome you're going to say something luke 
Yeah, sorry, I interrupted you. Oh, I was going to say, you know how you were saying um, stuff sort of happening to them to, um, you know, bring attention to them and, um, you know, sort of yeah. raise their, their stock, we'll call it. Do you think getting into coaching um, or managing <laughs> is a way that could also raise that? I, I think it is. If it if it keeps him relevant, if it, yeah. like like is he done? Um, he, he's been the coach of Real Madrid and, and that's why he's still relevant in, in today's mm. culture. His, his goal, like his famous uh, volley is still in the Champions League like pre-video yeah. um, and people still talk about him. Like uh, it's, it's awesome. Now it's, it's a good question because now Patrick Vieira is also coach of Crystal Palace and mm. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure if it's doing anything to his, to his prices. So yeah, I think uh, I would say yes in an extent, but you have a lot of ex-players who are now coach and no one really cares. Like Hardy yeah. is the is the third is a T three of Belgium. Uh, he used to be at Monaco for a season, I think. He flopped there. He wasn't all that great. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it can help. I think if you're a legendary player and you become a coach, it helps. Um, mm. Not saying that Patrick Vieira isn't a legendary player, but coaching Crystal Palace. I mean, they're not going to be in a Champions League. They're not going to be in Europa League. They're not going to be anywhere besides the Premier League. So, yeah. Um, but I think it can help. It's not going to, it's not it, maybe a 10% or 20%, that, but it's not going to make your cards go from 15 to 500 just because you're a coach. I don't think. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I get what you mean. I get what you mean. It's sort of just a, a point there. Yeah. But it's, a, um, it's a good question. It's a question I've been asked a lot uh, yeah. to invest in a player like Zidane or Henry or, or anyone that becomes a coach, uh, Ancelotti, uh, I don't know, some some of these older older guys, um, it can help, but it's not going to be a, a driving factor of, of price. Yeah. yeah. I, um, I like what you were saying before about blue chip um, because it's, it's very similar to the way that I started out approaching soccer cards. So I saw a lot of parallels between the stock market and um, was able to try to construct a portfolio with, a core of blue chip stocks or, you know, blue chip um, cards. And then they focused primarily on vintage. So I, I did gravitate towards what I liked. So I picked up a lot of those um, 2006 World Cup Italian teams. And then I went further back and picked up the budgets and the like. Um, and you, you're very right. They, they don't see huge swings up, but they don't, they don't tend to see huge swings down either i have found right um yeah you're probably probably less so in the 2006 messi and ronaldo's they have had those swings but um it's it's, it's interesting it's it's um you know th that's kind of how i've surrounded it so i've had the those blue chip and then i've had little plays that i've done here and there surrounded but you know the majority of my portfolios in that that middle range and they're kind of surrounded with little things that i can muck around with and if they tend to go down then they don't really affect my overall portfolio um but i also feel like as soccer cards but i feel like we're, we're really you know at the start of of what soccer cards could potentially be even now um and i feel like with more and more coming more and more people coming onto the market they, they've got that nostalgia and I feel like the nostalgia may be the thing that um, would drive those players up. It's, it's like the rising tide raises all ships in, in some regard and and they go back and pick up, you know, I know you're a big Pavan Nedved fan, he's, he's big for me and he's Juventus and, um, you know, memories from, from his performances and, you know, 
obviously got the Maldinis, Fabio Cannavaro, like a, a lot of those players that meant something to me because I was in high school when when they were uh, in their prime and winning World Cups. And then the Brazilian team in, in 2002 World Cup before that, um, you know, Ronaldo, the Brazilian Ronaldo and things like that. I feel like that may slowly, like you're saying, bring people into the hobby and slowly raise those those vintage cards. But I, I definitely agree with you in that you don't really see massive swings up and massive swings down either because they're not in your face every week and they're not getting injured either. You know, they've, they've, they've got their results. They've got their um, their trophies. Yeah, one one thing that people sometimes mistake is if, if you say it's a blue ship investment, that that automatically means it cannot come down because we obviously yeah. seen in every market. They, yeah, yeah. Uh, so blue chip doesn't mean it, it's it's never going down. Blue chip just means that if it comes down, just by the nature of the player or the nature of the investment, it will pick up back over time just because it's a Messi, it's a Ronaldo. Now, I wouldn't call Messi and Ronaldo vintage because they're still playing. That's my basic, that's my only rule. If they're still playing, it cannot be vintage. But it's just, that's just me. I would call vintage pre-1970 because 1970 was like the Fuck. turning point with the, with the World Cup. Um, that's when they have, but then you went heavily on, on in stickers as well. So I would say everything before 1970 is, is vintage. Um, but yeah, don't don't just think because you buy a Pele, the price can never go down because it definitely can. Go down. Yeah. Um, I just want to get and say my thoughts on this because to be honest, I don't own a lot of vintage. As much as I want to, I tend to get mm -hmm. caught in this comment right here. Positive summed it up perfectly. Dan, if you can just get it up here. Um, he said, I am into vintage. Um, it's hard to find the cards I'm after. All the prices are crazy. And I feel like this is some, uh, uh, definitely a position where I get stuck in a whole lot, especially if I want to buy like a player I was looking for not too long ago was Aguero 2006 Mega Cracks. And I didn't want to buy one raw because, you know, to send it off to PSA these days, it costs you like 200 US dollars or whatever <laughs> fucking is these days. It's not worth it. Um, and then to buy one graded, it's like five, the cheapest one listed on the market is 500 US. I'm like, I don't want to spend 500. Like, I don't want to spend 500 US. It's a bit much. So I understand where people sort of swing towards modern just because it's so much more accessible. Um, but like it's all the things, you know, I, I can't disagree with any of the things you said. Um, definitely loading up on those legends especially when you can find one maybe on bids one time or um yeah it's definitely definitely a good idea to get involved in that stuff one that i saw this isn't this isn't um really vintage but a, a card that i just really wanted to keep for like a long sort of like long term that i think is a blue chip was um ronaldo's first madrid card so it was a 2009 mega cracks um, PSA nine, I missed out on. It. I think it ended up going for like a hundred US. It was something. It wasn't much at all. Um, but I look back at that now, and I'm like, it's like, damn, that would have been a good buy then. Um, yeah, it's that's, hard, that's you know, fun. calling him vintage when he's playing at like 38 years old, 36 years old. <laughs> I'm not calling him. Play. He's nah, got to be vintage, like I'm, eventually. I'm not, him, I'm not calling him vintage. That's de definitely but, not. But that, to me, to, I don't know. Still, I sort of look at it. I look at it a bit differently to what to what Vincent does. He was saying yeah. like pre nineteen seventy. I look at vintage as like for me being like twenty four. Like people who were sort of finishing up their careers when I started watching in like two thousand and you know two thousand four, two thousand and five. Um, they're sort of I don't know. I see them as vintage. No, I'm, I'm actually saying I agree with you because it, oh, it's, you do? it's yeah, 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 because he he's. 
who else is playing, you know, when when, when he's maybe Ibrahimovic as well, but mm. there's, there's not many players. Um, yeah, no, not at all. Yeah, that's the way I look at it. I, I thought that was a great comment there, um, positive put in there, summed up my thoughts. Um, but you, you were also saying about about grading, right? Um, yeah. And, and I want to get your thoughts on this, Vincent, as well, because obviously a lot of those cards aren't in fantastic condition or the quality control back then, even on cards that were, were kept relatively well, um, still aren't going to get fantastic grades at PSA or the other, the other grading companies. How important is a 10? Um, just, is just it important add, at all? Just to add on Go there as well, something I'm worried about is if it's actually real. Like if the card's real or not being that old, especially if it's in yeah. like a good condition, I don't know. It's just something I get a bit worried about. Um, yeah. Okay, so is it then important? Not at all. Finding it mm. then, I think, would mean that it's a fake. Like going back, if we're really, if we're really talking, if we're really talking vintage, we're going back to 50, 40, 30s. You know, like that's for me, that's proper vintage, even before that. But let's keep it 30, 40, 50. <laughs> like there, there, there was no incentive to to fake these. Like, like they were ex they were wildly available. Like they were put in albums, and that that was the whole point: put them in albums and collect them. That's why you see a lot of these uh, uh, Van der Hout crafts, for example. They have like uh, they were cut out of albums, and so they have back damage. Um, but sometimes it's so hard to find one that that's the best alternative, and that's why sometimes even having a PSA two or three can mean the difference between having it rather fifty or selling it graded for three for five thousand. That's why I also like the vintage stuff. Like it's sometimes so hard to find, and even getting a two is like that would mean it almost be a ten, you know. Um, and and that's why I also like vintage because it's not created scarcity; it's just natural scarcity. Over the years, like I have a car that's over one hundred years old. Like that that's that's insane. Knowing that it survived all the time, two world wars, and whatever happened, yeah. whatever country that card came from, or whatever or where it was during those times that that's insane even to say i have a hundred year old cart that's um and that's not created scarcity that's not like every single year there is 10 one of ones and 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 50 <laughs> one of tens you know that's just because it survived that long um so for i would say for modern cards what we've ever seen with the uh with the ronaldo sticker like they're getting fakes everywhere you're not gonna see fake uh, probably like one or two but you're not gonna see uh 150 rare crafts getting graded by B bgs you know yeah um so i would say in that regard i would say vintage is is, is safer in that regard but obviously when there is money involved and a lot of money involved there's always gonna pe be people that want to take advantage of other people by faking those stuff um but I, I would say for me, vintage is more safe in terms of fakes than modern. What was your take on on the uh, the Ronaldo um, BGS scandal? Let's say that that soccer cards rock uh, brought oh, to right. light. <laughs> I mean, at one point, if 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 the population goes up by like ten percent over like. 10 years and all of a sudden there's 150 extras where <laughs> i mean where do they keep coming from it's not that one guy all of a sudden founds one on like 300 boxes and he rips them well it could be but what are the chances uh, and then they I'm all get great you can get like 300 boxes sitting up there so yeah so i mean these. <laughs> at one point it becomes like quite obvious that there is something going on i'm not i'm not i mean i know i'm not sure if there are fakes or not 
you, you trust a company like BGS to know what they're doing and to call it out. Like, damn, we, we've just graded 150 of the same rare Ronaldo stickers and, and they're all real. Um, that's why so I, it's I, literally, I think that it's like it's literally their job to say if it's real or not. Yeah, it's their job. And <laughs> they have you, one job. Then you, yeah, then you need a community to point out that it's fake. It's like the, this, that's not why we pay you guys so much for yeah. grading. Um, so that's why I don't really like BGS anyway. But so it's it's, <laughs> it's not really. But yeah, it's it becomes obvious pretty fast that if it's about a rare sticker and there's all of a sudden 150 in two weeks or two months, I'm not even sure. Then there's something going on. So it's it's a shame that stuff like this still happens, and especially in the, in the market like this. Like if it happened like a year ago when no one, or two years ago when no one was really caring about it. But now you have a whole community that like does research and is on top of it. A lot of content creators. So I don't know. It's I think it's stupid. But BGS is BGS, I guess. Just just on that, Vincent, as well. If you say you had a vintage, um, say I'll give you an example, just because uh, you might not think it's vintage. Say you had a, um, I don't know. Say you had that that Ronaldo um, sticker, the rookie sticker. Where which grading company would you be sending it to? Um, I would send it to PSA. You send it to PSA? Yep. And if you had a fake one, you'd send it to BGS? <laughs> PSA or <laughs> PSA or SGC. Uh, yeah. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't send it to BGS. Um, but probably if you have a real one and you think it great well, then you still pay the, the enormous PSA fee and put it in the PSA slab. Um, if if you if you don't really care about the monetary value and you want some aesthetics, I I think as you see, slabs look great, so that maybe. But if I know it would grade like a an eight or a nine, I would definitely send the PSA. Because hmm. I've heard that I don't know if it's true, but SGC are known for grading vintage better. I'm not sure if that's a. I don't know if that's just tougher. a myth or yeah yeah they, tougher no, no, yeah it's, yeah it's true they they. They've been doing it for for a long time too, like the real yeah. um, vintage stuff, and they've be, they've graded a lot of them. Yeah. Um, so I, I I trust SGC with vintage. I I just sent two crafts to SGC, and I'm pretty convinced that whatever they put on the on the on the grade, if it's a one or two, I don't care an A, but I I pretty much trust them that it's the the right call. I would say. Yeah. And um, I think one of the major issues that people have when they're getting into soccer card collecting and they have a good understanding of basketball and, and the way that things work, and the prism and you know, mm. tops chrome and all the rest of it, and they kind of find themselves a little bit lost. So um, how would you tell, you know, they want to get into it, but they don't know where to start. How would you, how would you approach it? Yeah, vintage in that regard is not easy because you have so many different releases and so many different companies that don't really exist anymore. Um, mm. Like a Van der Hout release, no one know If you're not into vintage, you, you nev never heard of Van der Hout. Uh, but that's that's a, a very important graph release. So um, I, I would I would just start with a, a player you like and then just um, try to find on maybe eBay the earliest releases on PWCC. Uh, the earliest sales and then go from there. Uh, you can also, there's a, a two interesting books you can buy. Um, not sure if, if I can uh, say it on the stream, but there's two <laughs> interesting Pay books you it. can buy. For it. Um, so let me, let me take you. I, I got them, I got them right here. Give me a sec. Just make, sure they're giving you, just make sure they're giving you a cut for saying this. 
Yeah, While you guys are there, I might as well show you this one here. This is a really cool one you guys should be checking out. This is from the 2006 World Cup Merlin set. Um, this is Cristiano Ronaldo's rookie World Cup sticker, if you call it that. Um, there are a couple Please. of those, and they're also I've got the messy versions. Um, some sneaky plays. I got the box, the whole box for um, 90 AUD, and I, I ripped all the stickers from it, and I got some brilliant stickers, brilliant. Like mm. they've got parallels within there, um, oh, yeah, up, parallels in stickers, brilliant, brilliant Cause, stuff. Cause so everyone seems so fixated on the um, on the Panini one, but that one there's again, I think it's because they know Panini. Um, yeah. <laughs> whereas Merlin less so, but um, but now with Tops and Merlin, you know, Tops doing their Merlin, so yep. maybe it was something that I think I spoke to Vincent about. Oh, I might have spoke to both of you about it when the Tops Merlin came out. I was like, I wonder if this is going to sort of bring light on the older Merlin stuff. Yeah, because um, that, that's 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 similar to the way the new cards look. Like they've got that yeah. that square yeah, yeah, border and and things like that. So I think that's really cool. um, I've got the Messi as well. So I'll bring it next time, but. Yeah, uh, I think that's maybe a good one for people to check out. Let's have a look at these books. Nice. So this is the first one. It's it's oh. it, it literally has all the well most of them of the popular ones like all these sets uh, with the whole background of where it came from, uh, how it was produced, released, uh, if it was important, if it wasn't important. So very very important one if you really want to go in deep into vintage. Now he also has a second one. This is more um, all all over the place. So he has cricket. He has um, F well, not F F one, but the old racing cars, uh, as you see, like right here. Oh yeah. Uh, so he goes much deeper, and he also has a. Um, I'm gonna show you. He has like a rarity scale. So if you buy a vintage card, so he has these uh, stars. So, oh well. If you if you're looking to buy vintage cards and you you see a card and you know its its name you can you can look up if it's actually a rare card uh, of of that set or in general so uh, very very good informative books like it's not something you find online it's it's literally only in this in these books. Um, so um, is dig deeper. R nine goat uh, is also recommending soccer study. Uh, soccer study. Um, says that's a good channel to check out vintage. Soccer study is more about uh pre modern, he, he talks more about the uh the era of Ronaldo, Messi, um, uh, Maldini, those types of players. He's not really too much into vintage, he knows he knows he knows about vintage, but I think his content is mainly about pre modern. So, uh, but yeah, sure, he, he is he's around longer than I am, so I'm pretty sure he knows more about players uh from that time than I do. Um, but yeah, he's a uh, he's a good channel to, to watch, sure. And these, uh, sorry, go for it. These Merlin things are hard to find. There is not many here. Yeah, I'll be honest. I probably shouldn't have ripped the boxes. Now, in hindsight, um, really? I didn't know there was so little of them around. No, I, so I probably should have kept them encased. Uh, but there's like yeah. six, seven, six or seven listed. Two of them are yeah. graded. Oh, you saying the stickers, the the Ronaldo stickers? Yeah, the Ronaldo sticker. Yeah. I'm gonna get them graded eventually. Um, yeah. I was gonna go PSA, but then the price is just I just didn't want to yeah. do it. Um, so well, I might I might go listed for 500 US. Yeah, I might go SGC with these ones. Um, there we go. The time. Three. 
Really? Yeah, and then the nine at SGC is a pop one. Because this one here came out of the pack um, with a rip on it, right? But I've got another one upstairs oh. with, um, like, actually scented a lot better and yeah. um, and doesn't have the rip, obviously. And I've got a messy, very similar as well. So they, these are they've just come out of the pack. Um, yeah, brilliant condition. And I've also got a, you know, Ronaldo and. Um, like Figo, there's a lot of fantastic players in there. So, I, and there's some brilliant. If you check out the, um, you know, I might as well bring it up. I've, I've got like the ability six, to do it. Like six Messi's are listed as well. So I just, I just want to show the Messi um, 2006 Merlin. And again, this isn't vintage uh, as per um, what uh, Vincent was saying, but <laughs> this is. This is what I was talking about. So this is the messy oh, yeah, version yeah. of of yeah. that. Um, cool. And, yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, um, I would much prefer this Ronaldo because the imagery is a lot better than the Panini. Um, yeah. That's the boxes that, that it comes from. That's the uh, that's a stickers so that's, that's actually That's actually $300 it got listed for. I think I got a... Uh, Messi 2006 World Cup Panini sticker. It also uh, SGC eight, and that's only going for like 160 or 170. So either mine is undervalued or this one is, is overvalued, or I I don't know. But just to give you a reference, I think my my was like 160 or 170. Well, we're not really we're not looking at 130 point. People can list their cards for whatever they want to. And, sure. Um, yeah, yeah. I, sure. I I don't mind um, the idea of listing your your cards for a lot more than than what they're worth and just waiting for offers. Um, sure. So that's potentially what he's doing. But th this is the the Beckham I was talking about. Oh, wow. Nice. Some of these. Get up one of the foil ones if you can, Dan. This one here. Yeah? The Yeah, there it is. How cool is that? Yeah, that's they're awesome. Sick. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I've got two of these. I've got two or three of these. Um, oh, wow. I'll, I'll take you guys through my collection um, one day. I've got them somewhere. Yeah, that sounds good. Actually, I've got them here. Give me two seconds. Oh, this is 2000, oh, 2006 as well. So yeah. look at look at this Zlatan um, as well. Like, they don't have the rights to all the teams. But, I was going to say, they're not, um, yeah, they don't look official, uh, especially for the English stuff. Oh, I know. Oh, Sweden's not licensed for the English stuff. I reckon this is cool. Though. I thought I had them here, but I don't. But I've got the um, I've got boxes of Euro two thousand four here. Um, mm. Okay. So yeah, good stuff to check out. Now um, we'll move on. We're going to talk about the state of the soccer card hobby as we sit right now um i feel like we went through a bit of a, a down period maybe a little bit prematurely than people had expected probably in line with the euros let's say like it was kind of like the euros were starting and then we, we had that massive drop off where people were kind of expecting that not to happen um have you guys been paying a little bit of attention in terms of what the hobby has done since and um, I've got slab stocks as well for us to check out some cards that you guys might want to throw at me. 
you start Vincent, I'm just saving a whole lot of these melon stickers on. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can buy them off me, man. I've got, I've probably got all of them if you want, but we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, after the Euros, I think a lot of people expected something different from the Euros. Um, yeah. But uh, after it, yeah, I think there was a little bit of a dip. Um, I think people also trying to look for different players. It, the, the the names I've been seeing being getting thrown around or in Facebook groups like I've, I've I'm looking for this type of player that type of player some players I've even never heard of so people are trying to find the next big thing again I th I guess or buying more what they like um, but I I looked at these prices briefly before coming on and uh, some players dipped which is normal if you don't really perform uh, there's always going to be players that go up uh, as they start playing. Um, but there's still a lot of things that don't make sense to me. I'm pretty sure we're going to talk about this Pepe guy uh, pretty soon. Um, but stuff yeah. like that is like... Wait, who are we talking uh, about? Wait, what? Oh, you don't know about that one. Have you just, oh, let me see it. Yeah, we, we we definitely have to talk about that. Um, but there's there's still wait, players what? that go... <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess you did. You'd be something there's, big. <laughs> There's still players that go up like randomly or or because one guy posts about it or of stuff like that. So in that regard, that I guess that's the modern market. It 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 just goes everywhere. That's why I not don't really mess with modern because it doesn't make much sense to me. But that's just me. Give me some yeah. uh, some just players to... have a look at on slab stocks. Uh, Star Phoenix there. maybe. Start Stick on some what um. Let's see why you're looking that up. Uh, one player in particular was Adiemi that I talked about a few weeks ago. Like his stuff's doubled. He, he scored a goal a game. He was going at a goal a game in the um in the Oh you have Austrian to push uh fuse data. Oh yeah. Okay. So, he was yeah. going at a goal a game and his his cards had really started to to move. And like I even saw one today um on bids it was a Merlin out of fifty. It was already at 140 US dollars. Um I don't know I don't think it was close to finishing either. So yeah the mm -hmm. people are definitely looking in those um Sort of, I guess they're sort of niche and those like small pockets. Um, but definitely yeah. looking away from say like the the prem and um, mm -hmm. like the prem and La Liga and, and stuff like that, and really starting to to focus in on some some smaller leagues. Well, if you look at they that, don't seem uh, to be looking at CDR, which is disappointing. You reckon? Not really. What were you saying? It's a, it's a massive drop off. Yeah, no yeah, drop -off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. So, I mean, people were. Is that probably... a base? Yeah. Yeah. I guess we've seen, I don't know, for, for base, I guess we've seen a base, a fall in sort of all base across all different markets for cards. Um, right. If Let's you can get up the refractor. The yeah. I expect this to be down, though, too. Shit. Wait, what? That's three months, six months. Oh, that mean that means that there's not enough sales data. That there, oh maybe yeah, uh, one year, up. yeah, going up. Probably hasn't been much happening. Yeah, since. Probably hasn't been one sold for a while. Yeah, which doesn't make sense because he's not really <laughs> doing anything. Go, go Venetians. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. So uh, I think you can go. You can go optic base for this because. Yeah, you you were on it. Because yeah, optic there. was the um. Still a short no. Oh no, it's not gonna go down, 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 down. down. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Oh right. Oh. Uh, there we go. So for this one I'm expecting low and then up 
around the Champions League last season and then down again and then up again towards now. Yeah, basically exactly oh. what you said. No, there we go. Yeah, that's pretty close, actually. Yeah, <laughs> July. And what's that? That's that's uh, sorry, I'm reading things backwards because that's how Americans do it. They do the um they do the month, the day, and then the year, which confuses the hell out of me. How do you just do it in Europe, <laughs> Vincent? Sorry? Day, do you do day, month, year in, in Europe? Yeah, day, month, year, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I think, I think it's an yeah. uh, American thing to reverse ah, it. it. Yeah. yeah, I think so. The, they're the only ones who don't use the metric system. They're all over the shop over there, to be honest. <laughs> um, so you look at even, August. Yeah. <laughs> 88 then they go down yeah. to 76 and then they spy obviously with the goal probably because it's the most recent one yeah yeah so uh, yeah basically what you said like it goes up it goes down it goes up goes down just because he scored a goal it goes up from 76 to one what was it 110 i i don't know with this with this market man you have to you have to get these cards out in like seconds if you want to catch the new high and in I don't know. It's it's for me exact for example, it's gonna be impossible uh because I I have to use ship my cards and it takes a while before yeah. they ship. And if I cannot ship it like instantly from where I live and that's Belgium, it takes a week to the States. So it's uh it's almost impossible if you don't have the cards ready to go. But uh like like playing with only thirty dollar margins, it's it's difficult because you have to take out shipping and fees and all of that stuff. So if you're not, if you want to catch the high from the the, the previous high, it's pff, it's it's super hard. It's hard. It's especially hard for us. Like we've talked about it before, yeah. being international yeah. and away from the states, yeah. we just send it to ship my cards and we get charged extra there. Then there's the waiting time and like you might miss out on on catching catching the high. Um, yeah. So it is definitely difficult for us. I don't mind um, the play that Saucy was saying, especially with cards like this, where you've got the Don Russ and the Optic, where. Um, you send it straight from your eBay listing to Starstock and uh, your Starstock yeah. account and, and, and look to flip it there. Yeah. What are your thoughts they, on do that? They do soccer? I, I yep, they, they have. They do, okay. Yeah. That'd be interesting. I haven't had a look, uh, uh, enough of a serious look into it, to be honest. We've been plugging a lot of shows. Surely we're going to get some kind of uh, sponsorship somewhere. <laughs> we'll um, give them a segment. And I'm, while I'm doing that, I might just get this uh, bad boy up. Uh, do you know what it was, Vincent? I, what I think what if, you, if you do this, then it will pop up probably. No. Just Pepe? Yeah. I don't, I don't imagine there's too many Pepe's. Oh, this is the American guy, yeah? It's the one. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. right. <laughs> yeah, so soccer. Um, so we've got the Mbappe on there, um, the, the Messi. rookie... Messi, Pulisic, Chiesa's on Rashford. Um, so let's, let's see if they actually show you a little bit about this. So you've got is it even got the of them in the wow. Yeah. So I mean, for for the Donruss set in particular, I feel like you can you can do this a fair bit because it's got, obviously got the Foden. Um, yep. That is PSA ten for fifty one for sale from four fifty. Last sale was seven hundred, so that's that's dropped off dramatically. Yeah. Um, Six thousand five hundred for green velocity. Him being him being injured has really hurt his market, as it oh. probably should, I guess. Um, but that might be one to have a look at right now, to be honest. That's a big drop off. Yeah, 
7450. Um, yeah, so I mean, I'd, I'd check it out. I think it's a good shout. Um, yeah, I reckon it is too. It's particularly if you're outside of America. Yeah. I think if you're looking to flip these days with the grading costs and, and the like, that's why things like so rare appeal to me and and slab stocks and uh, sorry star stock it just just makes a lot more sense yeah yeah, yeah anyway. you don't have to worry about all, all that extra that extra yeah. stuff now i can't find what, the what are, sale what are we but at what we're what we're going to be looking at there's, yeah there's an 8k car too there yeah first order? the uh, oh first auto red refractor I, I I believe this guy still plays for Dallas, so it's not like he's uh he's over in Europe. I think he plays for Dallas. I'm not sure though. I believe people. he does. Yeah. Do we have some info on him? Sort of age so he's eight, he's eighteen. Oh yeah, you, maybe you can pull up um transfer market, but I'll uh. So he's eighteen. Turning the heavy moment. Yeah, yeah, sure. I'm I'm looking at. <laughs> I'm now. joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's, uh, he's playing for FC Dallas in the MLS. Um, he has a contract until 2026. His market value is 2.5 million euro. So it's, <laughs> yeah, isn't that. Um, he plays for the US States, USA men's national team. He played one game, scored one goal. Um, and in the MLS this season, he played 24 games, scored 12 goals, gave two assists. So he's a, a center forward it's too. Not a, um, it's not a bad return, I guess. No, so I'm for not the paying people who... five thousand, you know, eight thousand dollars. <laughs> no, I'm not. But <laughs> yeah. jeez. So I think that the sale that caught everyone's attention was the super refractor one of one, which went yeah. for fifteen thousand USD. Oh my god! Yeah. Okay. So for an MLS player, I understand he's eighteen years old, but that is a oh, is that music that's coming out of the screen here? What's going on here? um how do i mute this can you hear that so, guys uh, yeah go right click <laughs> mute side there 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 we go mute side. there yeah. we go sorry guys that was really distracting for me for a second um <laughs> so yeah eight yeah you're absolutely right positive 18 and american see you later price through the roof yeah okay um now i keep on going back to it if freddie adu was in the MLS, the hype that he had was actually much higher than what Pepe's is. Uh, at 16 years old, making his debut in the MLS, imagine what his prices would be if Pepe's going for 15. Now, he may well be a, a really phenomenal player. Who knows, right? But at the end of the day, he hasn't done anything in Europe. And to be honest, that is where I measure talent um, in the top leagues against the top players. Now, if you're paying $15,000 for a player who could potentially move and then fizzle out, you've got a lot of money. Yeah, definitely. Also, he's, he's definitely. fifth in the top scorers list, so it's not like the first or the second. He's fifth in the MLS top scorers list at the moment standings. He's just um, youngest. I don't know. But does that maybe mean we're overlooking MLS? Um, you know, it's a good point because I and mm. I have invested in MLS. I must admit, I've invested in MLS. I've I've picked up 
Um, I've picked up a few of Caden Clark's rookie cards. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I picked it up because I had a look at a few of his games. Very, very good player, in my opinion. It's got potential, and it was very cheap. So if I lose that money, I'll lose that money. No big deal. It's only a few bucks. But $15,000 US dollars is not a few bucks. And Japan says Pepe's a big deal because he played against Honduras in the World Cup qualifying game. Okay. Yeah, that's that one. That's that one game with one goal, probably. As per yeah. positive <laughs> one game. Yeah. I'm trying to find a while you're talking because I remember it's uh, I can't find it because it was a while ago. But there was a low numbered. I can't remember if it was a one on one or low numbered Kai Havertz in a PSA ten that sold for roughly the same price. I believe it wasn't far off that. Um, if it wasn't fifteen, it was no more than twenty. Um, that's a player who's. You know, yeah, a little bit older, but he's playing at one of the best teams in Europe at the moment in the Champions one League. Champions League. One a Champions one League. One Champions League, yeah. Um, and that's a similar price to, to this guy here. So that's that's a bit wild. That's a, a bit wild. I do understand the American thing, like the patriotism, the, you know, like if you just have a, all you need to do is look at Pulisic cards, right? Yeah. Like if you think that you've got the next Pulisic, you know, you're going to have some people that with a lot of money that goes, all right, you probably lose $15,000, big deal. But I just I just don't see it. There's so much, so many better places to put $15,000 than there. And I understand Japan, like they're looking for a striker, but like you don't fit a square peg in a round hole just because... You know, you think that that's that's going to eventuate. Like, it doesn't happen like that in the soccer world. I hate to break it to a lot of people. Yeah, and even the next Pulisic. I mean, what has he done? Nothing. As I said, Pulisic has played. I just checked then because I just wanted to be right. Pulisic has he's played one Premier League game this season. I I understand. I think he's injured at the moment, but he played one game. (laughs) Surprise! Surprise! Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's 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 something strange, man. It's it I it's something I I cannot understand. It's like buying every single Belgian player because I'm from Belgium. Um, I I understand that the American market is different in that regard because there's a lot more Americans and they want to throw money at it. But that's why I don't really understand because he's an American guy. I mean, there's gonna be a lot of young Americans coming through now with all these academy improvements and all of these partnerships and more attention comes to the MLS. Um, so I'm pretty sure a lot more Americans are going to hit the uh, European scene pretty soon. Uh, but then having to invest in basically every single striker or forward because they come from the MLS and they go to Europe, it's going to take a lot of money. <laughs> Good luck with that one. I've got a comparison as well. That makes that Doku for 4K we talked about a few weeks ago, that makes that cheap. If this guy is 15K. That Doku out of 5, PSA 10, I don't know. Doku is not grand. really scoring goals. And he had that, like, that one breakout game in the, in feel, the Euros like, where he like didn't score com- a goal. I feel like in comparison to this MLS player, yeah. I feel like this is that is cheap compared to this. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, that's 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 this is a comment by Pedro. So the comment is Pulisic is up because that's the quality of investor in the market. That's a warning. Um, yeah, that comment there is a very scary comment. Right, it's it's, yeah. a, it, it's it's a comment that um, 
talks a lot to the soccer card market in America in particular, which is following hype and, and American names. And I feel like a People bit of that has happened. Like how, how can a player go up in value if he's not even starting? Yeah. Like he's just he's just there. It's like investing in 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 the third tier in the third goalie. It's like, sure he's there, but he's not doing anything. <laughs> it's not like, like having a. You know, it's probably yeah. a bit different for you, um, for you, Vincent, because Belgium actually like decent at, at playing football. That's like us buying Australian players and then being worth four, five, six hundred dollars <laughs> when they're crap. Like, I'll just be honest, they're crap. It's, it's yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, I don't. I don't understand it to be honest. I don't understand it. But I, well, I get I'm, like the patriot, the patriotic thing. Yeah, I understand it. But come on, man. When you when there's money involved, and when there's you know fifteen thousand US dollars involved, I think I could put my uh, my uh, patriotic side, uh, my patriotic <laughs> the side there at fifteen thousand. Um, R nine goat modern will crash heavily. Not only US players. Look, in my opinion, every market's going to have some element of crash so i don't i don't i don't agree with with that in in a lot of respects because if you look at this individual player we're talking about somebody in the mls who can very well go to even a second division side in epl and still bomb out and there's no there's no telling uh that he would or wouldn't buy his performances so far i don't know i don't know if crash is the right word but like ebbs and flows always, always yeah oh sorry yeah that, that's right yeah. yeah i agree yeah yeah, I mean, as soon as people start realizing that you can put your money elsewhere and that makes more sense, then... I mean, again, a lot of people want to see their players play and that's the whole thing behind buying these cards because they yeah. can see these players play. Uh, as long as that's involved, then sure, prices will go up and down as, as they perform. Uh, but to say it's going to crash, sure, I mean, it can always happen, but... Yeah. I love this. I love this. I love this comedy. I'm American. I saw a video where an American was buying a Lajuan uh, cards because he saw a quote that Africa is an emerging market. <laughs> um, they will have money soon. This is a play. That I is... swear to you, that's a Gary V quote. Gary V has been talking about Africa becoming one of the richer countries in the world in the next 10 to 20 or 30 years. Like he's been on it for really? like, yeah, he's been on it for a while. That, um, that Africa is going to have a I'm not sure how to call it, like a rise or a or a scourge up in the in the air in terms of of wealth or whatever the case may be. Um, so that I'm pretty sure that's Gary V that's been on it for in the Africa yeah. becoming huge train for a while. So be it, but I would much rather put my money in an emerging markets share portfolio, focus on emerging uh, markets around the world. Yeah. Rather than an Elijah Wan card, hoping that that is going to equate it to cards going up. If you if you're willing to throw your money away like that, um, I'll give you my BSB account number and maybe you can give it to me. Um, um, and, get, um, get, <laughs> get Japan's um, comment up for a second. Big, the Tim Cahill collectors. See, I'm not talking yeah, about Tim Cahill. I'm talking about modern our modern team right now. It's it's not very good. Tim Cahill is is. He's good. He's, he's the goat, man. Like, exactly. was it? He's the goat down here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not talking about Tim Kale. I'm talking about now, like the team right now. Not that yeah. golden generation. At the end of the day, Tim Cahill scored an absolute screamer against Netherlands in 2010 World Cup where Pepe hasn't done anything yet. 
So I mean, I, yeah. I still put I still put Tim Cahill, <laughs> Tim, Tim Cahill above, and I think I think that's the point Jeff Ben was trying to make. You know, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Taking the piss as well. Um, let's go through the comments a little bit because we, we've been hit up a little bit. That's the intelligence level of the average person in the card market. That's why we've got. That's why we've got soccer card collected because we're we're trying to raise the intelligence of the of, <laughs> of the market. Um, <laughs> the the party's just started. I, I agree. I agree in terms of soccer cards. Um, they've been saying that about Africa in finance since 2009. Pedro says that's what, that's what I mean. I mean, sure it can be, but it can also not be. I mean, it's like it's like gambling on a whole nation, on a whole continent, to all of a sudden go go crazy. I mean, that is some next level gambling right there. We start gambling yeah. on countries, economies. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's 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 beyond me. That's not for me. As I say, that's that's out of my that's out of my pay grade. Yeah, that's it. He's not fifteen k good, no. Definitely All right, not. I think I think we've absolutely smashed this this kid's purchase, and and um, <laughs> ho hopefully, Sorry. hopefully, hopefully, become something good. Like I, you know, you know, you know what we say, you know what we say, buy what makes you happy. If that fifteen thousand dollar purchase made you happy, I'm all for it. Then, do I think it's a good idea in terms of you know investing? Maybe, probably not, but if it makes you happy, do it. Yeah. Don't forget, Don't racist. forget ra racist undertones. Hey man, for all I care, they can become the wealthiest continent in the world. I, I, I don't care. It's just crazy to think that you invest in a whole continent to all of a sudden rise and then base your investments on it. <laughs> that's a bit wild. Good soccer card investments. I think that that's yeah as well. That's it's like a bit too it's, macro it's, for me. It's, it's not the first macro. thing they'll think about. Let's let's say like. <laughs> Their 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 whole economy booms. They're not gonna think. Oh, now I have to buy soccer cards because I have more money. I mean, that's. Oh, I I I, can, I cannot see it. You I never know it. because I mean that might not be a bad in, investment when you know you could probably flog it off to another investor in America as sure. well. You know. So someone's gonna click this, and in fifteen years they're gonna um bring this back up to Vincent. Remember yeah, but that? look. <laughs> When people were spending millions of dollars on, on monkey NFTs, um, is 15000 on a on a peppy rookie card one-on-one that out of control? A steal. A steal. Sounds like it. Steal of the century. Sounds like it. All right, guys. I think we've, we've spent enough time on that one. Uh, we'll finish this up with what you guys are looking at in the soccer card hobbies. Wax? Is it um, you know eras? Is it particular cards? Um, I'll let you guys just take it. What are your thoughts? For me, I've I haven't been looking for a whole lot. I've been I've been studying a lot, so I haven't really had too much of a chance um, to look at much soccer stuff. But as of next week, I'll be back uh, better than ever. I'll say. Good Back stuff. into it. Nice. It's a uh, I've not really bought too much. I I I, <laughs> I was thinking about um, trying to make some kind of collection of game tickets where in games Holland scored, uh, but but it's oh, like he, he's, he scored, yeah, <laughs> he scored like every single. It's hard to keep up, uh, so I'm not sure if that's gonna be my strategy. Maybe uh, Champions but... League games. I, yeah. I, I better buy like a season pass or something because he scores like every <laughs> single game. Um, what is, but, what, this uh, is just, 
out of my own curiosity, mm-hmm. what is like the price of an average, so say like a Harlan ticket like that? What, what is the price of one of those? I think the last one I bought was the actual price of entry. So I think it was 15 euro. Okay. I think the, yep. the, the ticket was. Um, yeah. So the guy just asked the value of his ticket plus shipping, yeah. which is, I think is really fair if you don't really care about a random Leverkusen Dortmund game. Um, I think the uh, the Ronaldo debut against Newcastle was 500. Uh, so that was pretty crazy. Maybe in the grand scheme of things, that would have been a steal. I didn't buy it. Um, but uh, where do you find these usually on eBay? As eBay, well? yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah some, okay. Sometimes eBay. Sometimes you can you have really literally have to go to um, fans pages on Facebook and try to message people from there. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, game tickets mostly. Yeah, I also bought some Merlin stuff that we can uh, do uh, pack wars or whatever that thing is called with. Uh, but that's basically. I also bought some video games. <laughs> buying uh, video games as well. Um, are they graded that's... already, or are you planning on grading them? I I missed out on a graded uh, Grand Theft Auto Vice City, of two dollars. Oh, what a game! I missed out two dollars. Two dollars. Yeah, I, I I I put it in one hundred ninety five, and it was nine hundred ninety seven. So I missed oh, out on, on two dollars. I was at holiday, so I couldn't keep track on it. I just put. One ninety-five, thinking it would never reach that, but yeah, someone else was thinking the the opposite. Um, but yeah, I, I missed out on that one. I did buy FIFA two thousand and four, uh, which mm-hmm. was the first game Ronaldo featured in, uh, which I thought was a, a, an interesting take. And he also was, has was Del Piero, Del Piero on the front. He has Henri on the front and Ronaldinho, so it's an amazing cover as well. Uh, I think I paid twenty dollars and it's sealed, so I think that was a steal. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I definitely like I like the graded games. Um, like yeah, it's an interesting market. It's like an it. interest. It's an interesting market. Now I did look it up to get games graded. Uh, the cheapest option is 150 business days. That's the cheapest. <laughs> that's that's the cheap. That's the cheapest option. Well, what's uh, the price? Price wise? Uh, I think it was okay. It wasn't. It wasn't like 150 or something. Mm. Uh, it was. I thought it was okay, but to get rid of it for 150 business days i think that's that's a lot uh that's a long time uh so yeah that's uh that's what i've been doing as long as 150 business days is 150 business days and it's not you know you're buying a two-week turnaround and it being 150 business days like our friends at psa well yeah that's that's something if it was 100, 150, I would I would appreciate. It. I mean, I actually know it's one hundred and fifty. I'm not expecting them back in in twenty days, and then yeah, uh, not getting them back. So if one fifty is one fifty, sure. Um, but yeah, I've never done it before, so I need to do more research in grading them because I think it's a real opportunity. Looking at how for how much they're going, but uh, yeah. What do you think of this, Vincent? On ball autos. Um, Pedro's got it in the chat um, with oh. certificates. He says uh, the shit. Um, he's got a Cristiano Ronaldo teal Portugal ball for six hundred dollars. I don't know about these. About these, I'm, I mean, I, 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 I'm not familiar with the market. So, um, is it cool? Sure, it can be if it's like encased in some kind of plastic or or whatever. Um, sure, um, but I, I, I don't know because I used to be like. I used to, when I was smaller. I used to be like a, I'm not sure how you call it, a ball boy, like the guys who stand oh, yeah. on the pitch throwing the balls. And after the games, we there were like pre pre prepped ball hand signed balls that they uh, shot in the crowd. Um, so if 
I'm not sure how much value I would put on on something like that. You know, um, I don't know. Signed by the player. I, I just think there's enough nightmare sending cards all around the world, sending balls since like even more yeah, so. I don't know. Mm. It could be. It could be. It could be a nice market. Like it's the shirts. You have balls. You have what cards? You. I mean. Pfft. It's endless. Some, but, uh, some people do have some nice um like match ball collections though. I saw one on um yeah, Instagram sure. a few days ago. Oh it was so it was pretty cool. Oh so well, it's in it's in a it's yeah. in a case. Uh, it's protected. So, yeah, if it's in a case and protected, it can be a very nice display piece. Mm, yeah, definitely. Definitely. I like it. I like it. Damn, I mean, you, you you're spending that much on a on an auto card anyway, so I think um I think that's pretty good. Um, I personally have been selling a lot lately. I've yep. been getting some really, really good prices on a lot of cards. Do you, have, um, do you have anything? Do you have anything left? I swear, for the last month you just been selling <laughs> everything. Well, that's the clearance that's, that's, sale. <laughs> it, I'm, I'm I'm on a bit of a tear in terms of selling yeah. um, at the moment. I'm, I'm putting a lot of things up. Um, yep. Just just consolidating. I I don't know why. I just feel like um, I feel like it's a good time. I'm I'm, I'm looking at. A few more PC options in in some respects, you know. Like I've uh, I've made the profit, so I'm kind of just investing my original investment yeah. or my, my profits into PC, and I'm just getting my cash back at the moment until yeah. I see something else. I'm, I'm not seeing a lot. Um, I'm seeing a lot of wax that I think is good. Like Inception, for instance, I I bought Inception for um, six hundred dollars. And now six hundred Australian dollars, and now they're up for about thirteen hundred Australian dollars. Wow. Um, when they they originally came out on the market, um, hundred pounds. So um, yeah. I'm, I'm looking at little opportunities like that rather than um, buying at the moment. But yeah, I'm not selling all my UV cards, mate. That's 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 the one thing I'm not selling. Positive. <laughs> that's the last thing I'm selling. I'd have to be in dire straits. Good stuff, guys. Another fantastic episode of Soccer Card Collective. We'll catch you guys next week. Um, let us know in uh, DMs what you think of the show, any comments, any improvements we can make. We're always open to that. Um, otherwise, we will catch you next week. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Soccer Card Collective on the Double Coverage Media Network. If you haven't already, subscribe to our YouTube channel and hit that bell icon to know when we go live. Also, feel free to leave a review on the Apple Podcasting app. Thanks for tuning in. Till next time. Peace.